0: Well, (laughs) shall we actually uh, get to the, the topic at hand to ABBA? Yeah. Do we have to? Yes. Okay. Welcome think outside the box pew pew
1: pew. Pew pew. we're super troopers we're pew pew. we are super troopers. i got you with my super trooper beam lasers
0: they they do talk about super trooper beams don't they they do and it's not that they're space marines it's it's uh it's it's a cliffhanger that will reveal later in the episode what that actually means yeah probably very soon <laughs> yeah probably very soon um, this is a show called think outside the box set. If you're not aware of that fact, surprise, and maybe you should check your podcatcher and I don't know why it would have downloaded this for you, but yeah. this is a podcast about learning to appreciate an artist back catalog. Usually an artist that often people dismiss or are not, uh, appreciated as artists in the same way that other artists are. Um, yeah, a
1: bunch of joke butts.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So right <laughs> now we're talking about ABBA. Because a lot of people write them off as the Dancing Queen band, um, but as we've seen, that song Which they are owns. They are. But that song is yeah. much better than and you remember And that song rules. <laughs> yep. So I'm Nathan Hunt, and... <laughs> I'm Cameron DeWitt. Yes, and this is... Um, we listened to Super Trooper. Trooper. By ABBA. 1970... 1980?
1: 1980. Uh, yeah, 1980. Yes. yes. And one one more album after this, yeah. and then we'll be done with uh, season... What are we on? Five. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Just churning through these seasons.
0: Churning through them. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to do after after this uh season.
1: Probably Smashmouth.
0: Smushmoth. Interesting. <laughs> we could also do some interludes. I think I have a better album I could bring you than um John Cale which you loved so well. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It might be too soon to do more interludes. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, could take a little break ski. Yeah, we'll see. So uh I don't know about you, but I didn't like this album too much. I thought it was not very good. Mm.
1: I, yeah, I didn't like it nearly as well as the last one. Yeah. I like the last one a lot more. Yes, I agree.
0: There, I definitely noticed some like small scale, really cool musical moments. Like, oh, that's a fun like melody or lick or something. But overall, I think the, the songs don't add up to as much as the last album. And they're not like infectious dancey disco it's kind of like yeah. synth pop easy
1: listening? Adult I contemporary, was, <laughs> question mark? <laughs> Adult contemporary. Yeah. Uh, Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. They, this is basically a Coldplay album. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of is. Um, the The winner takes so it all is reading,
0: like the, the awesome song that Coldplay wishes they had written. Yeah.
1: I was reading on Wikipedia and they said something to the effect of uh, they pulled back from the disco... Aesthetic, because of all of the disco backlash in the states
0: uh, yeah the fucking racists and homophobes and uh small-minded yeah, people so
1: they've enabled them hooray thanks abba awesome You're fucked up <laughs> cowards <laughs> you know it is really abba's fault
0: they're the they're the true perpetrators here yeah um shall we clear up the mystery of super trooper by the way, it's uh, yeah, Super Trooper with a U, T-R-O-U-P-E-R, not with the double O right. as we generally think of it as. Um, and uh, according to Wikipedia, it's a registered trademark owned by Strong Entertainment Lighting for their brand of follow spots, <laughs> which are apparently directional spotlights used to follow a performer on stage. And so the album cover designer decided to use the spotlight theme and photograph the group surrounded by circus performers at Piccadilly Circus in London. And they kind of try to make a like a concept sort of loosely held to for the, the spotlight as this album. There's lots of songs about kind of being performers or being in the public eye oh, yeah, yeah. or that kind of thing. And uh, I did k- keep you know, when I was searching for it on genius or Wikipedia or something, I did keep putting the, uh, I did keep misspelling the wrong word. So I would be like super as in like S O U P E R. And then trooper is in T R O O P E R. (laughs) I couldn't remember which one was
1: spelled like soup. That's when you're like a state trooper in like Georgia and it's just like getting real soupy down there. (laughs) (laughs) Swamp pants. As um, an uh, uh, important uh, side note tangent, uh, once I was at the old spaghetti factory and they are like, uh, super salad. And I was like, you guys have super salad? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, which one? <laughs> I was like, you tell me. <laughs> but which of them is on
0: first? <laughs> I, think, I think there was actually like uh, a regional chain of salad restaurants called Super Salad in in portland for a while there i don't know if that if they, they still exist or maybe it's a fever dream that my mind made
1: up but i want to say that super salad man that can't be like yeah having a chain with where you get vegetables is just such a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah. oh i was
0: totally right super salad in portland oregon but they spelled it with an with an
1: uh oh oh no <laughs> as to also include soup god damn it it's 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 their special hybrid soup salad (laughs) gross i actually had some of that the other day i went to chinese hot pot with um uh my hosts in brisbane um john hawkins and young young and uh, young young took us to her favorite um chinese uh hot pot restaurant I don't know if it's actually her favorite, one of her favorites. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things they did is just put iceberg lettuce into the hot pot. Really? That is actually kind
0: of good. uh, (laughs) Huh. That's not the experience I've had. It wasn't my favorite, thing. I
1: I also had duck blood, and that wasn't my favorite thing either, but it was fun. Oh, God. I shuddered just
0: thinking about that. I'm I'm (laughs) kind of squeamish about blood and guts and meats and raw, dripping viscera. And flesh. Such a prude. (laughs) Yes. Uh man, hot pot. So
1: Super Trooper, huh? Super I don't have a lot to say about this album. Uh oh. Is that why we've been talking for like an hour before (laughs) we started this episode? Because you're procrastinating.
0: We just had a little mini episode of Get Up in the Cool, just you and I.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: (laughs) Uh yeah. Um, I was asking Cameron about learning old time music because I might, uh, take a crack at that. So we'll see Everyone how Everyone go do it. Yeah. If you, if you uh, want
1: dismantle the, uh, the false meritocracy of music in our culture and join an old time music, uh, community where they will embrace
0: you. you even if, and especially if you're shitty at it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> um, well i don't start talking about songs i guess yeah i don't have i'm all out of general thoughts most of my general thoughts are like eh this album not that great abba's done better
1: um maybe we could talk about um on and on and on which is their uh alanis slash chris gaines song (laughs) here we go
0: This one's really catchy it's super catchy i actually really like that the melody and the um, music and the chorus. that sounds okay. really familiar is that kind of like a, a riff or a lick of a different song or is it just like one of those it does sound familiar f- doesn't it it could just be like one of those musical phrases that is uh instantly created and also inevitable sounding upon its instant of creation
1: i mean it just sort of sounds like a very, like, pop blues, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, like, leaning into some sort of idiom there. Who you so, calling So, uh, this song is, are you ready for this? Talking about the issues but keeping it funky. <laughs>
0: it really is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it talks um, about the issues
0: like... in such a comprehensive and comprehensible and relevant and in-depth yeah. way.
1: This is, this is one of the worst, like, offending, sort of, perfunctory, like, um, just grasps at, uh, you know, being relevant. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, just trying to escape their, their reputation for being, like, silly pop music. Uh, this did not help. However, this song is really, really catchy, and it's fine that, <laughs> that they don't have... It's yeah, f- that they're not talking about the issues in a meaningful yeah. way. I mean,
0: it's a fun pop song if you don't listen to or think about the lyrics in any way.
1: Yeah. All right. So, I'm just going to read all the lyrics real quick. Yeah, do um, I was at a party and this fella said to me, something bad is happening. I'm sure <laughs> you do agree. Yep. Yeah. People care for nothing. No respect for human rights. Evil times are coming. We are in for darker nights. All right, Rodney um, Dangerfield. They go on to talk about how he's a minister and a big shot in the state. I think they um, mean like government minister, not like religious yeah, yeah, yeah. minister. Yeah, because other it's not the U.S. Um, and uh, as far as I can tell, um, his sentiment of like of what to do about the fact that darker times are coming is to keep on rocking, baby, till the night is gone. On and on and on. Yeah. Keep on rocking, baby, till the night is gone
0: what are we supposed um, to do with that
1: I think uh, I said what his sentiment is and then I actually just read the lyrics instead of, <laughs> mm. <laughs> instead of I think what he means by that is like it's it's inevitable so enjoy the time that you have okay. I, I mean, would be maybe reading into it a little bit too much but that seems to be kind of what they're going for mm-hmm. Um, yeah there's a really interesting <laughs> lyric in verse 3 you know this song is written by uh, Bjorn and Benny and, um, but it's very clearly from a, uh, female perspective, like from the, per- but I think it's specifically from the perspective of either, uh, I don't have the song list in front of me, but anyetta or Any Freed, but, um.
0: Which number because is this? Number three? This is yeah.
1: Anyeta. Um, because, because it says over in the corner, I could see this other guy. He was kind of flirty. He was giving me the eye. Uh, so, I took advantage of the fact that I'm a star, shook my hair, took a casual stroll up to the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, that could so be Bjorn he, or Benny. They got pretty long hair. It, it could, but it's they wrote it knowing that... Um, that wait, that sorry. A- which one sang An- it again? Agneta, yeah. <laughs> Agneta. They wrote it knowing Agneta was going to sing it. And so, they're right. like... <laughs> That kind of weirded me out a little bit.
0: There is some very interesting um, interplay on this album between who is writing and who is singing. A little bit of foreshadowing there for what I think is the best song, which is also foreshadowing. So the attentive listener shall notice my foreshadowing that I'm being so
1: subtle about. Uh. (laughs) Continue. So, uh, yeah, but um, those are the two things of note. Or three things of note it's a really catchy song and it's fun to listen to if you don't listen to the words Um, the lyrics are a perfunctory attempt to like talk about the issues but but keep it funky Mm -hmm. but with absolutely nothing to say and then there's a weird moment where um, Bjorn and Benny write um, (laughs) specifically as Agnetta instead of as a generic female yes which is really odd
0: (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) an interesting (laughs) choice
1: yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I forget. Is Anietta the one that is um, broken up? That, that one of the divorce people who is divorced at this point? Were they both divorced by this point? No. Um, I think it was a year later when the other couple got a divorce.
0: Let's see. Uh, she divorced from Bjorn Oveas in 1980. Oh, wow. So. so, and Annie Fried got divorced from, I guess, Benny. Wow, oh, Wikipedia doesn't have a a table in the same way. Come on, it's uh, inconsistent.
1: I want a divorce table. <laughs> Give me that divorce table. Uh oh, yikes.
0: Uh, Annie freed and uh, Benny actually separated. Um, let's see. Uh, shit, 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 shit. When did this? Tell me, tell me the day this came out. That this album, I mean. Me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they separated like three weeks after this album came out. Okay. Annie freed and, and Benny and, and then they were divorced in 1981 the following year
1: gotcha yeah so <laughs> yeah I think it's a real weird energy to, to to bring um I it makes me wonder yeah like is is everything cool because they are still in a band together. Not I guess they for broke long. up. The band broke up soon afterwards. Yeah. yeah.
0: Although you know. did, you did say that you read somewhere that they found it easier to perform and write songs together after a divorce. Yeah. But then also they broke up the band a few years later. So I don't know if right. that's Well, it's also just hard to have a band. That's true. It's hard <laughs> so, and bad to be in a band. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. Every band I've ever been in is broken up after one gig. Um, yeah, there's a lot of uh, centripetal energy in a band, just pushing everyone
1: outwards. Yes, <laughs> uh, this is this is what I'm talking about. Old time music people like don't don't be in a band so that you can like rehearse. All I mean, it is fun to rehearse in a band, but like it it ultimately all sort of feels meaningless. And then by the time you have everything together musically. You know, then someone quits.
0: Yeah, it's the same reason why people are only going to be
1: let down. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's exactly the same reason why people should never be in relationships and only just go to orgies. Yeah. Okay. Same kind of situation. (laughs) Don't don't get in a musical marriage. Just go to musical orgies. Thank you. You can quote me uh, on that.
1: Being more eloquent (laughs) than I.
0: (laughs) Oh, you could sell bumper stickers that say that for your uh, old time
1: friends. Musical orgy convention. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Let's make our fiddles fuck. Oh, God. That
0: was the worst direction to take that. I thought you were going to make some joke about, like, a jam circle or uh, maybe, like, something about (laughs) a jam getting jammed up with each other. Bowing, picking, fingering. That's what fiddlers do. Mm -hmm. Ah. (laughs) Hammering. It's what uh, banjo players do <laughs> it's a lot of psychosexual terminology to be uh oh you got like yeah. dominant chords hmm <laughs> <laughs> and subdominant chords <laughs> yup oh man this is much more entertaining to me than talking about this album but uh should we talk about a different song we must D- uh do you want me to pick one yeah pick your favorite uh, one uh, my favorite one really shoot sure no, we'll this save early? that for later okay um there's a yeah, couple of Yeah, then we'll songs. just
1: cuddle the rest of the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's a song that's also uh pretty weird called Me and I. Uh it goes like this.
1: That's a good moment. That is a good moment. Sometimes that's like a very dirty, dirty projector. I, I also like that she goes very high while
0: singing high Yeah, so <laughs> on The Genius, um, the, uh, the introductory uh, paragraph about the song says, never released as a single, the song is often regarded by ABBA fans as one of their best album tracks, mm. to which my response is, really? Nope. Are you guys sure? Are you guys <laughs>
1: incorrect. sure
0: that this is one of the best?
1: Because it's... Just confessional songwriting at its highest like <laughs> level. <laughs> it's so deep so um, deep Jekyll yeah hide metaphor fuck
0: yeah man it's like there's two of her whoa um yeah this is uh about how this person it's written written by oh wait it's written by benny anderson and bjorn Olvaeus. so maybe it's about the two of them together and that's me and i and it's about how they combine together to write songs from a single perspective. There's this oh, weird, yeah, like,
1: like T-Pain and Chris Brown. Yeah,
0: exactly. There's like this weird merging of two people together, but they're still somewhat distinct. Um, That's definitely what it is.
1: <laughs> would be a lot more you know, interesting. One of them's bad and one of them's good. Yeah, one of them's uh, Jekyll and one's Hyde. Um, <laughs> what, one, of them's, one of them's a psychopath and the other one's an evil scientist with uh-huh. no responsibility.
0: One is a genius, the other's insane. <laughs> yeah. The laboratory mice, their genes have been spliced. Before the night is done, their plan will be unfurled Narf. by the dawning of the sun. They'll take over the world, et cetera. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So that would be much more interesting if that's what the song was about. A cartoon show that came out <laughs> two decades after it was released.
1: That's a pretty good <laughs> lyric.
0: What is? But the, the, I like that lyric. Their their plan will be unfurled. Yeah. That's really good. That's a very good rhyme with world. Yeah. Uh, it's It's like clearly chosen take notes abba <laughs> yeah it's clearly chosen to be the rhyme but it isn't doesn't sound forced you know oh mm. yeah it's a very very good example of that um but this song is much more boring it's uh, let me just read all the lyrics sometimes when i'm mad there's a part of me that seems to be a little sad Ooh, now that's what? a good example of a rhyme mad sad, ding mad pong, sad. Ding oh, dong, oh, now they're Kong. gonna ri- they're followed up with glad aren't they oh wait no there's only two of them sometimes when i scream there's a voice in me that says you shouldn't be so mean oh no oh no part of me is acting while the other stands beside yes i am to myself what
1: jekyll must have been to hide oh man we got to put hide at the end of the <laughs> line <laughs> how <are> we, <sighs> yep how are we gonna construct the sentence yeah because uh, they
0: they did the opposite because she's saying that there's a part of me that says you shouldn't be so mean, which implies that she's the mean one. But then she says, yeah. I am Jekyll and the other one's Hyde. So not very well thought out. Is it Benny and Bjorn? And then the chorus goes, we're like- Best song, guys. Good <laughs> job. One of the, the best album tracks. We're like sun and rain, rainy weather. Sometimes we're a hit together, me and I. Gloomy moods and inspiration. We're a funny combination. Me and I and Irene starring Jim Carrey. <laughs> oh wait sorry that, that's not actually in the lyrics just uh my mind wandered for a sec.
1: They, they they detected a future crime <laughs> <laughs> i was uh a little bit of
0: precognition of my boredom with this song yeah did you have any uh sound samples you want to talk about from this song oh you looks like you uh, have oh, I guess two I at
1: least yeah uh let's, talk, let's do the intro so what, here's the intro it sounds like sticks <laughs> Oh my god. Oh yes, my god. Yes, horns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of like this kind of stuff. It's funny. Yeah, I guess it's all right. I don't know. Mannheim steamroller. Yeah. Uh, and then um, there's a uh, just funny little vocal moment. Yep. <laughs> that I, ca- I think it's really funny. Equally funny. I don't- everyone's a freak
0: the robots think that everyone's a freak they would yeah. think that they're just there's they're they they do not like the organisms they're mad at us shooting dna at each other all the time
1: <laughs> um they do sound like robots in that you're right yeah maybe they are robots domo arigato mystics
0: mr Robert. again yep um, and then you you had another one that you i think you have something more substantive to say about
1: about this song yeah there's Wait, a what? me Which and i means? verse three measure phrases oh i didn't write that down yeah go uh so sometimes when i'm mad there's
0: a part of me that's I do like the way she sings it. Yeah. That sounds good. Sassy, brassy way she's singing. Yeah. I'm into that.
1: So this is a recurring segment on, on the show, but like when something is constructed in a way that's, um, uh, not groups of four of groups of four beats. Um, I think it's just noteworthy. I didn't, I don't always point it out, but I like this verse pretty well. I think it's interesting. Um, especially when there's something that's musically interesting that's happening at the same time as something sort of um, uh, poppy. Like, this is a really clear, like, it It sounds like... um. Uh, footloose or something. well not like Kenny Loggins Footloose but like a, that what is that what is that sound that's like like that guitar sound that's in this um what causes that um it's like 80s like Paula Abdul sound oh it's probably like super
0: super compressed and like played with a little bit of a mute maybe there's like no sustain to the notes they're like uh, yeah extremely staccato
1: I really like that sound and so Did like the Bee Gees when you have that? this. Uh, I don't know. I don't recall ever having that thought. I kind of usually associate it with 80s pop music. We should listen to the Bee Gees for this
0: show. Maybe we should. They just released uh, an episode about them for Hit Parade, which I have not listened to, but has been making the rounds and apparently is a little bit of like a Bee Gees apologist um, episode because, again, they're another artist that is very much written off and is seen as a joke
1: by a lot of people. I don't know. They still give me the heebie-jeebies. Okay. <laughs>
0: well done. Thank you for your service. All right. I chose that song. What, what song do you want to talk about now? Well, let me take a look at my list here. I'll let you.
1: Okay, so... There's a song called The Piper, which is oh God. really unclear what, what they're going for. And uh, uh. The, the biggest, the most worrisome part to me, personally, is that it's called The Piper, but I don't feel like this, am I missing something or is what this instrument is? Is that pipes? It's, I I feel like the, the...
0: It's like a synth pipe. Um, let me play a okay, like, sound sample so for you. It for sounds everyone. like a
1: flute. It sounds like a flute. But like a synth flute, Okay, Yeah, but is a flute technically a pipe? I guess it's just in the most Mm. literal sense. Like, do people actually refer to those as pipes? I doubt it. But uh, let's take a listen, shall we?
0: That's totally, um, it's, ooh, it almost sounds like a a, like a a penny whistle, actually.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a penny whistle to me. Or maybe a, maybe a recorder? But is a recorder a pipe? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Because usually when I hear, a, when I think about a piper, mm-hmm. um, I either think of... <sighs> bagpipes? I usually think of, like, alien pipes or bagpipes. Um, well, alien pipes are a, a form of bagpipes, but yeah. Yeah, um, but, uh... I mean, do people call them the panpipes? Uh, like, is there a universe where it, I didn't make that up? Wait, what? <laughs> is there a, is, is that a thing? Or pan, am I just, pan pipes? Just, yeah, that's
0: a thing. That's yeah. um. People call it that. Yeah, the like the instrument that they play in the Highland Andes.
1: Um, yeah, like pan flute. Yeah, um, yeah but they also call it pan. Also, so I, guess, fife, I guess maybe the, a fife. Maybe um, is it called a pipe. Well, yeah. it
0: comes from the same word. It's like etymologically, essentially the same word. Um, but yeah, gotcha. that's, hmm. so. Um, but the, yeah. the thing that's more, even more notable to me is this like bonkers, like weird, uh, <laughs> almost like, it's almost like a, like a girl scout troop or like a boy scout troop, like marching band. Like we're all following a strange melody. Like <laughs> yeah. this, like, this it, it it's sounds not like, that strange. It's pretty it, it sounds traditional. Like, it sounds like a weird, like marching Um, band song or like a marching song sung by like uh, the youth group of a cult or something a little bit (laughs) what the fuck is happening I don't like this (laughs) like like the Boy Scouts I mean
1: yeah and then uh, so they're kind of going for this early music vibe like Kind of like Renaissance thing, and they sing in Latin a little bit, yes, which I actually kind of like. Yeah, they sing um, the Latin Luna Saltamus, which I mean, I would assume means dance beneath the moon. I believe it does, yes, based on what I know of Latin, which is very little. Um, do you want to play that? Uh,
0: oh, yeah, you want you have a sound pipe sample
1: and Latin part, yeah,
0: where'd it go? Where is it? Um, they're all jumbled out of order, and for some reason, there are two of every sample in the folder that you gave me, but. Whoops! Here we go.
1: This <laughs> <laughs> yeah, super reverb. Yep, because
0: they're singing in the middle of uh, a cathedral, Cameron.
1: Yeah, can't you tell? I thought they were beneath the moon. <laughs> Whoops.
0: <laughs> well, it's got a it's got a, a moonroof on it. That cathedral.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Very good. <laughs> so. The reason for this song, um, (laughs) doing like is the Piper Piper a villain or is the Piper good or is the Piper neither? Um, because like he hmm. seduced everyone and everybody in the land, he gave them a dream, yeah. And but then there's this foreboding lyric the fire in his eyes and the fear was a weapon in his hand,
0: yeah. He seduced everybody in the land, it sounds bad.
1: It sounds bad. It sounds like they're talking about, like... It's a little bit a Politician or, yeah. or something. Like, what is, it? what is it? Why is this song? Why is it? What is it, but also why? <laughs>
0: so... Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. So it's it's essentially, like, kind of a weird, grown-up, um, kind of uncomfortable version of uh, the Pied Piper. Very adult. Yeah. They came from the south, (laughs) from the west and the north, and from the east. They waited for the man like a parish is waiting for the priest. Long to hear him play, play their minds away. Yeah. Actually, ICP song. Yeah. Damn it, you're right. It kind of is. They're just sort of like setting
1: the stage for no reason. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This extreme at the end of the the song. They're like, great, I'm ready for the rest of the story. Uh Uh-huh. Like you've 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 done the world building. You've set the stage. Here's the content. Right now. Any any minute now, they're gonna (laughs) actually say
0: something, right? Right, guys. Um yeah. This is uh Seriously, what the fuck is this song? About? <laughs> that's that's what I that's what I have in my notes. Well, Seriously, shit, we can't do disco anymore.
1: Uh, <laughs> what are we gonna do?
0: What about, I got it. <laughs> what about a weird? Put on uh, this hat. <laughs> put on this hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, in terms of uh, our continued synergy with the podcast, the Omnibus, last week when the, when this episode comes out, they will have released an episode about the uh, dancing mania. Of uh, medieval Europe, have you heard about this? Where some
1: sort of dancing disease? Yeah, like
0: entire towns, there would be like one or, or a few people in the town square who would just like start dancing ecstatically for days until the collapse of exhaustion. and people would like join in sort of uncontrollably and it would take over Whoa. entire towns and stuff. Yeah, it's like really right. wacky shit. And the omnibus project with John Roderick and uh, uh, Ken Jennings. They go through various hypotheses. There are some people who think it's like um, ergot alkaloids that grew in the grain used to make bread or beer. Um, and of course, ergot alkaloids, are um, they're either related to or are the same family of chemical from which LSD is derived. Um, uh. So it could have been like some weird trippy thing going on or it could have been like pre-Christian uh, pagan um, like religious rituals that uh, kind of caught on for a while and were kind of explained away as um, sort of like mania. this weird mania. Yeah. So it's kind of unclear right. what really happened, but it's- Look at it these happened. crazies. Yeah. <laughs> Look at them. They're so crazy for not worshiping Christ. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How could you not? How could you?
0: Nathan. Uh, 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 is it getting hot in, <laughs> hot in here? <laughs>
1: and don't say lots of good reasons. <laughs> yeah um
0: so yeah check that out all right so that's to. the piper yep um uh,
1: i don't have very many i guess you could talk about lay all your love on me talking I talk about being on the bottom
0: <laughs> oh oh
1: like A muse song to you, muse? Yeah, you know the band Muse. I only know the one song where the bass goes
0: and it's all distorted. That's the only song I they
1: know. most of their songs sounded like kind of like this song, Knights of Cydonia, um, uh, which is this really silly song, but um, it's called Knights of Cydonia, really? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, are yeah, they, they're a really are silly they, band. Are they a yes, are they really band? popular? No. <laughs> Okay. Uh, do you want to play that, that Muse clip? Because um, I, I feel like it's pretty s- similar. I guess
0: I want to play that. Yeah. <laughs> Alright.
1: Get ready. No
0: one's gonna take me alive The oh. time has
1: come to hmm. make
0: things right That's <laughs> so stupid. Jesus Christ. I, I, I really do not like the like overly dramatic like <gasps> intake of breath that he's uh very clearly doing in a very affected way yeah oh what's like uh what's like music to the, my ears but opposite of that
1: <laughs> it's music Anti- to your
0: ears <laughs> it's music to my ears <laughs> yeah um
1: all right so uh <laughs> this is a song about uh, being jealous um but then so it's once again this is a song written by men for women to sing from their perspective.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, in in their defense, they've clearly recognized that the the women are better singers and better front people for the band. So they're yes. like, "We'll just have them sing everything." I mean, that that's yeah. a generous way to
1: interpret it. I guess you could also yeah, say they like kind of, but it's still writing it from somehow. like a whim, uh, yeah, female perspective, like which I feel is sort of odd. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like that adds an element of scrutiny to my the way that I read these lyrics. Yeah. Especially when I read them and I'm not listening to them. Because when I'm listening to them, I'm like just sort of taking it at face value. Cause I mean, women have been singing songs written by men forever. You know, that's not a new thing. Yeah. But it is different when it's men that they're, you know, marrying and divorcing. (laughs) (laughs) So In that order. Um this is a song about uh being sort of jealous and um uh being yeah it's about just like having kind of uh, a lot of uh, highs and lows of emotion um in in a relationship and uh just wanting to earn someone's trust even though they're uh, a little emotionally unstable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though they're hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> you know how ladies be. Yeah. Um there's some weird ESL moments. Uh I feel a kind of fear when I don't have you near. Unsatisfied, I skip my pride. I beg yeah, you, dear.
0: I was wondering about that. That's What is that? I maybe they're trying to mean like lay aside my pride or something? I don't know. Yeah. There are some good lines too. There's um I wasn't jealous before we met. Now every woman I see is a potential threat and I'm possessive. It isn't nice. You've heard me saying that smoking
1: was my only vice. That's a pretty good final line to that verse. Hey, what, do you, what about that time when they rhyme sensible with incomprehensible?
0: <laughs> That's, well, I don't That's mind a that. a six syllable word. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually kind of fun. I can dig that. I'll give it to them. Um, yeah although that verse I just read I don't know it it does make me feel a little bit weird knowing that the men wrote this for the women to sing the women they were married to as their relationships were either gone or disintegrating to say like I wasn't jealous before we met now every woman I see is a potential threat it feels a little bit like maybe casting blame on the women like we broke up because you were so possessive yeah yeah I don't know but again, that's like an interpretation. It could very well not Wait, be supported.
1: What does this course mean? Don't go wasting your emotion. Lay all your love on me. Uh, don't go
0: hang out with other women. I want God to give me all of your love. A whole lot oh, of okay. love. I don't think. go
1: sharing your devotion.
0: Yeah. Don't yeah. ever talk to any women ever again. Don't have dinner with women who aren't your wife. Um, which is a sensible policy that some of our politicians have adopted. Oh, it looks uh, like here, Mike Pence wrote this song. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, he was a very young man. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's not a bad song. I guess it's it's fine. I I found it hard to pay attention to it that much because it came after The Piper, which is so bonkers and over the top that I was just like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like such a normal song that it was such a come down. I just didn't think about it that much. Um. Oh man, this song hit number one on the U.S. dance charts in 1981. Whoa! All right. And it's in the movie Mamma Mia, which uh, we keep threatening Still to need watch. To watch that, yeah. Bonus, it's, bonus episodes. It's gonna be hard because you're in Australia and it's hard enough to schedule
1: regular recordings. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, we need to talk about that. By the way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> when we're gonna do, yes. do this next? Yes yes yes, um, yes, 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 yes. Well, I'm currently um, at a uh, a home vineyard, and um, ooh, very nice. Maybe one of these nights coming up soon, uh, I will uh, steal one of these bottles of wine and uh, and just have just a little romantic evening to myself, watching Mama Mia. <laughs> I think that <laughs> is exactly the correct
0: it. way to do it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. drink an entire <laughs> bottle of wine by
0: yourself get a little romantic misty-eyed
1: my uh, my george fox um university piano professor and music history professor um he was absolutely over the moon about the movie mamma mia and he's like he just talking about it he would just put his hand to his heart and just go oh so lovely <laughs> like he was so into that movie so i'm excited to watch it and think about him
0: let me guess he was one of those people who uh did not fit in super well in conservative christian circles that's
1: um, okay i don't know i don't know i don't know how like i i was i was just doxing him for his liking of mama mia but um I am oh, not, I I'm not trying spank. to dox him. I'm I'm <laughs> okay. I'm just saying that like that movie does not
0: strike me as something that uh social conservatives are going to be that into considering it's like all about um <laughs> a girl's mom like uh not knowing the parentage of her of her daughter which implies that she's, you know, having more than one partner which, you know, conservative Christians are not super into.
1: Oh, interesting. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of professors at George Fox where I'm like, all right, what do you really think? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because that is a wacky place. It's very weird. There's a lot, like the administration
0: and a lot of the people who send their kids there are extremely conservative and really awful. But then a lot of the professors are pretty progressive and
1: open-minded um yeah i've gotten pretty close with like a few gay professors uh there who i think have since left um both of them but um yeah they just had to be closeted the whole time and it's what it's ranked as like i think
0: the most if not or either one of the most or the most um like anti-gay or gay hostile uh campuses in oregon so that sounds
1: about right yeah it's pretty bad out there so yep that's where we're coming from. That's the yeah. energy we're bringing yeah. <laughs> to the show. <laughs> There's uh
0: yeah, I uh, kind of regret giving so much money to them.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm still giving it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, actually. Well,
0: no, you're just giving um massive loan companies money now. Well, that's true. Yeah. So I don't regret some of the people I met there met some That's fantastic true. people
1: including i met you cameron do it and my wife yes and i met borat's wife there <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh-huh 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 yeah okay um what next what next song um
1: we could talk about happy new year i guess i don't i only have, we have notes to? about two more no let's just talk about super trooper
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That's the first song and the titular song of the album.
1: The tonight, like the yeah. <laughs> so fun! Like it's pretty sun. great. Heaven,
0: yeah, this this song this Scoopers. is like this is their most uh dancey disco song on this album, and it's great
1: yeah um i think the thing that really sells this song is the men singing super it's a very like uh electric light orchestra kind of thing going on there i'm very into that that's that's hilarious on purpose and i love that yeah yeah (laughs) it's very good well done ava well done yeah
0: um let's see Oh, they have these interesting lines. It, the whole song is this is the the most that's tied into the the theme, the concept of this album about being a performer and being on the stage lights. Yeah, um, they've been
1: around long enough that they can start doing sort of meta meta songwriting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the the first verse goes: "Super Trooper beams are gonna blind me, but I won't feel blue like I always do because somewhere in the crowd there's you." So it's kind of a song about being a little bit isolated as a performer, but also having a connection to at least one person in the crowd. Yeah. Um, you have three sound samples for this song. Which one oh, do yeah. you want to so, hear
1: first? Yeah, so there's this fun moment in the first verse um, where there is a call and response um, or I guess it's technically the pre-chorus. So, uh, if I remember right, the uh, women sing, so I imagine. So imagine, I was glad to hear you hear you're coming, and then the response <laughs> is glad to hear you're coming, uh-huh. and then yep. um, suddenly I feel all right, and suddenly it's gonna be is the response, and the response in that second one is actually sort of the call. It like anticipates the next line, so it's a call and response, and then it's a call, and then it's kind of a call in the response. Slot for the next line. Oh, so, huh? Yeah. So listen to it in the and you'll hear it. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I do hear that. Yeah, it's
1: kind of cool. Yeah, kind of in like a gospel kind of tradition. the The next uh, pre-chorus does a similar kind of thing. Oh, you want to hear that too? Yes. Ooh. yeah it's, it's kind of nice on. yeah i like that yeah it's it's well done, a good Ella. good construction a little, little interesting moment mm-hmm. uh and then the other uh, thing i wanted to point out was there's a um chorus synth uh like they do the the chorus but broke it's a breakdown ah
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, Trooper fun. <laughs> <and> Yay. <laughs> like <the> sun. <laughs> now that is fun. Now that's what I call fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a pretty great song. I'm into this. Although I wouldn't say it's my favorite, or I think it's the best song on the album necessarily. Oh, what do you think the best song is? I think it might be um, The Winner Takes It All.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. Of course. Um, I forgot what I was saying about it um, in terms of foreshadowing. Um, oh, oh, I remember now. It's, um, this is a song. Let, well, first, let's let let's listen to it. Um, the Winner Takes It All. No more race to play. The winner takes it all. The loser's standing small. Beside the victory That's the destiny oh, Damn, she's really good at singing. Very good singing. Very good singing. That is Agnetta. I'm still having trouble uh, distinguishing them using just my ears, but I can look on uh, the Wikipedia and that is what it says. Agnetta. And um, Agnetta was married to Bjorn Ulvaeus, and they were divorced in 1980, which is the year that this album came out. And I believe that yep. this song is pretty uh, clearly about the divorce. The really interesting thing is this song was written by her ex-husband for her to sing about their mutual divorce. Yeah. So that's a very interesting energy to bring to this. And I I, yeah. I, I don't know if... And I think it's actually from his perspective. And uh, the genius annotations actually make me think that because in verse three, but tell me, or not, chorus three, the judges will decide, the likes of me abide. And apparently, the genius annotations say front man for Abba at the time, Bjorn Olvaeus, I don't know if he's the front man, um, had two children with Anyata when they divorced. As this song was written by Ulvaeus, these lyrics are likely him lamenting that Feldskog got custody of their children and not him. Yeah. But she sang that. Yep. Whoa, mind freak. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, I yeah, didn't and mean that... to, to shut you down. What did you have? No, of course. So, apparently uh, Bjorn has argued that the song isn't about um, their divorce, um, mm. but instead fictional. Uh, so, he says, really? there was not one winner in the case of us, so it's pure fiction, but going through divorce is difficult as anyone would know who has done it, and or it makes you think about it like it like a failure, like it's a failure, yeah, it's difficult, and er, maybe that was one way of getting it out of my system. So, he's sort of saying that it's about a generic divorce and not theirs specifically, um, but, uh, mm-hmm. and yet in a 2013 interview said Bjorn wrote it about us after the breakdown of our marriage the <laughs> fact that he wrote it exactly when we divorced is touching really i didn't mind it was fantastic to do that song because i could put it in uh i could put in such feeling
0: yeah damn yeah. sounds kind of cathartic when she talks about it that way uh huh wow yeah this is uh this is a great song it has like such an interesting energy and she's obviously like singing her heart out and really putting a lot of emotion into it. Um, there's some like interesting sort of Greek tragedy lines. The gods may throw a dice, their minds as cold as ice and someone way down here loses someone dear. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like very much That's just, just pretty good writing. Yeah. It's like the whims of fate or the gods, I guess the capriciousness of gods, which is a perpetual theme in uh, Greek tragedy.
1: Yeah, like they're just watching a reality TV show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, having people get voted off the uh, island. <laughs> <laughs> voted out of the marriage.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I also... There's some interesting, like, rhyming going on. Or not rhyming, as the case may be. Well, it takes us to school. Yeah. So, the, in the... I was in your arms, Think I think this is the first verse. Thinking I belong there. I figured it made sense... Building me a fence, building me a home, thinking I'd be strong there, but I was a fool playing by the rules.
1: So yeah, that's an interesting way yeah, I mean, that's constructed.
0: There are v- few direct rhymes. There's, I figured it made sense, building me a fence. Those are direct rhymes. And I was a fool playing by the rules. But then there's all these lines that either rhyme with a line much later in the verse or.
1: Yeah. Don't rhyme or maybe the have second like, line of each quatrain li- rhyme. yeah With each other. Yeah, exactly.
0: So it's like yeah. a, a rhyme with a line that's four lines later, I guess. Yeah. And uh yeah. And then there's like kind of a half rhyme, if you wanna think about it. I was in your arms rhymed with building me a home. It's kind of a half rhyme, maybe a maybe a third mm. rhyme, a third of a rhyme?
1: Quarter rhyme? Do you mean the word the words arms and home? Yeah. I could, yeah, I guess in their accent.
0: Well, I don't, don't even know about just their accent, but like you could, you could say that those are like almost a rhyme.
1: There's no, not at all. What <laughs> the hell are you talking about? Don't Our, put me in this position, Nathan. <laughs> you need to yes, on me, no matter what stupid shit I say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been reading Theo a lot of uh, Australian uh, children's books um that i've been finding in various people's houses and mm. uh there's you know some of them rhyme but they don't rhyme in american accents oh <laughs> so <laughs> that's great it's been fun <laughs> yeah what did i have to rhyme the other day um oh shoot i don't have it with me but mm-hmm. it was something where i had to in order to do the rhyme i would have had to say larf oh <laughs> instead of laugh <laughs> 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 which isn't even in an accent so i don't know how it would have worked <laughs>
0: I think that happens in like some Australian or maybe New Zealand or perhaps like working class British accents. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know how to justify that.
1: <laughs> so this was, uh, this is the song that we, when we were trying to decide season two, this is the one that almost beat out over, uh, <laughs> over ICP and, yep. uh, Hocus know, sliding pocus doors, man. It's like too good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a real Monty Hall problem. Um, yeah. Yeah, we should have listened to... What, what do you think... What What would have been the song that would have made us choose uh, ABBA over Hocus Pocus, do you think? ICP's song, Hocus oh, Pocus, Pocus
1: Um, Maybe Does Your Mother Know? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, because that's definitely like kind of one of the most interesting ABBA songs. Yeah. And they haven't really... I don't think they've really matched that. Yeah. <laughs> since. Well, so.
0: ICP didn't match uh, Hocus Pocus really.
1: Also true. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's there's a couple that have been pretty good, but yeah, right. Um. Well, well, Abba. One more, one more album. One. What more do you think? Album. Is it going to be the best one, or is it just sort of fizzling out as their relationships Ooh. are fizzling out?
0: Oh, I gotta say, man, I don't know if. Well, let me see if I recognize any of those songs. Um, cause that'll tell me something at least it's uh, it's called The Visitors. Ooh, there's a song called When All Is Said And Done. And another one called I Let The Music Speak. And then another one called Slipping Through My Fingers. Holy crap. It seems like they kind of knew it was the last album. Oh uh, yeah. Should I laugh or cry? Seems. Yeah. Oof. Interesting. Oh, with The Visitors, Wikipedia says, Abba took several steps away from the quote lighter Unquote, "pop music they had recorded previously and the album is often regarded as a more complex and mature effort.
1: Ooh, I can't
0: wait. Hmm, that's interesting. I guess we'll see if that actually lives up to what Wikipedia says. Um Well, to finish out this album, let's see. You want to talk about Andante andante? Oh, sure. On dancer on prancer on dante on dante.
1: The andante. Go slow. Is this a song about like, hey, hey, dude, you're having sex too fast. Yep. (laughs) Frankie says relax
0: is essentially what this song is. Uh, Yeah. Yep. It's a a pretty bizarre song. Once
1: again, written by Bjorn and Benny.
0: (laughs) Maybe maybe when they were with the, maybe that's why they broke up. The women were just like going too fast. (laughs) Just slow down. We men can't take it. Um, yeah, yeah, but never We're delicate creatures. Yeah, never has technical music jargon been so sexy. Take it easy with andante. me, please. Touch me gently, like a summer evening breeze. Take your time, make it slow. On Dante, on Dante. Just let the feeling grow. So, uh, yeah, pretty sexy, huh? Um, let my genitals engorge. Oh God. <laughs> I'm very With very blood. glad you said that. <laughs> so glad. Um yeah. You know, I wonder if I mean, again, this is written by the men for the women to sing. I wonder if it's uh an act of empathy on their part to kind of like get in the heads of the women, because I don't know, it does seem more usual for female sexuality to have these kinds of uh Directives, yeah. I guess. I don't, but maybe that's being normative. I don't know. No, I don't think it is. All right. I mean, I think you're. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows these <laughs> these days with a PC culture running? Oh god, I can't. I don't even want to do that ironically or as as a joke. Oh, I'm so disgusted. Yeah, you you, you did world. one of
1: those in the last episode. That and you I ended cut it up cutting yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> because <'Cause laughs> I just feel so bad about it. Style of humor is.
0: Yeah. Oh. oh god. The world sucks, and I suck for trying to do things. <laughs> in summary.
1: Uh, finally, some honesty in this podcast. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Oh, God. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much what I have to say about this uh, This
1: song. Andante, Andante, tread lightly on my ground. That's, that's... my favorite position.
0: Yeah, just... Um, Getting into footplay, I guess. Uh, yeah. There's also these kind of unusual lines. Make your fingers soft and light. Let your body be the velvet of the night. Is that the... You know Night Velvet? Yeah. Is
1: that the... <laughs> I can't um, finish with that Night Velvet.
0: Is that that song from uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber, um, Phantom of the Opera, The Velvet of the Night? You don't know that uh, musical, do you? I didn't know what that is. Well, there's... Okay. Well, Earth people are loving it. <laughs> Very good. There, there's a song called The Music of the Night, okay? With the phantom sings. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you yeah, for I your b- begrudging and perfunctory acknowledgement. <laughs> I was in musical theater. <laughs> I wasn't even in musical theater. I just saw the movie. Oh, yeah. With um, uh,
1: This Is Sparta. Uh, Bad Dad, Soccer Dad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, Machine Gun Preacher. That's actually the name of the movie. What? What?
0: No. Yeah, he's in a
1: movie called Machine Gun Preacher. Oh, my God. Or he's a missionary that, like, (laughs) kills people. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And it's not a joke. (laughs) Oh, bad. Yikes. Oh, that's
0: more than problematic. It's just taking it to its logical conclusion. Well, I guess that's kind of like U.S. foreign policy. Yep. Am I right? Am I right? Guys, yeah, all right. Um, well, this uh, this train has gone completely off the rails. Um, any other songs we should hit up before we uh, no, close up shop- <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's emphatic. This album's fine, it's, no, it's not even fine, but it's not even bad, it's just whatever. Well, some of it's bad. Know. Let's listen some to Happy New Year, okay.
0: Now's the time for us to say. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I kind of like that. Yeah, this is,
0: is actually better than I remember it being. It's just that that the first part of the chorus is just like makes my eyeballs drop out of their sockets and makes the rest <laughs> of me fall asleep.
1: That sounds great.
0: <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Does that sound good to you?
1: I thought you meant a good thing. Oh, yeah. In a good way, is that's what happens. Yeah. Um, yep. Hey, here's something. I haven't actually read Brave New World, but um, they use that in the lyric here. Sometimes I see how the Brave New World arrives. Well, it is, depends on what is, they're referencing because... Yeah, it's... Hmm? Go ahead. Is Brave New World, like, can you just use that without actually referencing the book? I don't I don't know the answer there some to that way question that they actually, are? actually.
0: Um okay. well it comes from Shakespeare originally. Miranda says it in The Tempest. She's uh oh. she's uh, Prospero Prospero's daughter who grows up on this island with like nobody around her except Caliban and her dad. And I guess Ariel is there. Um and then she meets like a dude who she immediately falls for because he's the first dude he's, uh, she's ever seen that's not her dad. And uh and she like says wonder oh, woman and
1: steve trevor yeah yeah I, I get it
0: now i watched five minutes of that movie and turned it off um, hey <laughs> hot takes here hot takes what aren't you a feminist <laughs> <laughs> i mean um yeah so she sees this dude and she's like oh brave new world that has such people it," which is a contraction of oh, yeah. in it int um if i remember it correctly in yeah. it <laughs>
1: silly British
0: <laughs> kicks are for trades um, yeah so maybe they could be referencing Shakespeare because that book when did that book come out it wasn't like I don't know The if Tempest? The, it, no okay <laughs> the
1: oh, I novelization guess I, of the play uh,
0: I guess it came out in 1931 so I don't know why I thought it was later Tempest by ICP <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what we're talking it's
1: about. It's all connected.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. It's the it ties together the entire extended uh think outside the box set legends uh um, canon. I'm gonna go
1: steal the con the, the constitution.
0: The, the B canon, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm gonna pour lemon juice on um the declaration of independence. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, it could be a reference to Shakespeare it could be a reference to the book, I guess, though. I don't see how it could be. I mean, it doesn't seem like it really works Um, because I mean, because the, the book title is using it ironically as a reference to Shakespeare. Right, right, right. Um, And it's like a pretty bald irony, Um, but it's unclear how they're, how ABBA is using it because they say, sometimes I see how the brave new world arrives and I see how it thrives in the ashes of our lives Oh yes, man is a fool, and he thinks he'll be okay. Dragging on feet of clay. Oh, that's another illusion. That's the Bible this time. Um, So I I just can't tell if if they're they're doing the same kind of irony thing that Aldous Huxley did.
1: What I suspect that they did is they they just grabbed on to sort of an idiom without really understanding it or trying to use it well, and then they just said it because it's. Eight.
0: maybe but i might give them more credit than that especially because they have that biblical reference a few lines later that's true. which i mean i guess they could have just like used it n- not necessarily consciously a biblical reference just kind of like oh here's another phrase i've heard feet of clay but uh that's
1: true i've never heard that before it
0: seems like it's conscious illusions it's always so hard to tell so i don't
1: know. Um, I like this song more than, um, Merry Christmas the War is Over. Oh. I feel like it's basically the same song, but I think it's better. You hate that song, don't you? I do really dislike that song. Was it you who's telling me about that and how bad it is? Mm, it's possible. I don't remember complaining about it. Mm. Someone was complaining about it that I heard. I don't know. I um, just don't, I just don't like, like, hippie peace talk. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it, it's, uh, just like. I don't think I that, don't think you're allowed to talk about peace unless like in in the context of art, unless you're doing something like really good, because then you're just getting fucking getting in the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> unless you're actually insightful, just shut up. And let, them, <laughs> let the grownups talk. Hot takes. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I don't, I'm, I'm totally out of things to say. I don't know. Whatever. All right. So let's let's wrap it up here. Um, I looked on Amazon and uh iTunes for reviews that were funny and none of them are entertaining or funny. Um although there were like <laughs> there's a on every single ABBA album on Amazon there are the same two people leaving one star reviews complaining about the remasters of the albums and how the old vinyl sounded better. So oh, yeah. if you want to read grumpy old men complaining about new versions <laughs> of old things be my guest it's available on amazon um so that's something all right well uh until next week with the visitors from 1981 the last abba album and the finale of season five you can visit us online at boxset.website email us email at boxset.website tweet us at topia's podcast um you uh you can get Our super cool uh, bonus episodes, including our weekly mini show called What's in the Box Weekly for if you're a supporter for our show for as little as $2 a month, which is not very much money. Uh, What was in the box this week, Cameron?
1: Uh, I talked about I did my first negative unboxing. Hell uh, yeah. For the... Netflix original series The Dragon Prince Putting them because on blast. it was made by some of the <laughs> uh creators of um The Last Airbender, Avatar The Last Airbender and uh I was excited about it and then I was very disappointed that um took some of the themes from that show and then just sort of like um diarrheated them out. <laughs> uh, gross. With bad animation, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, bad so. animation too. Man insult to injury and uh i talked about cnc music factory which isn't what you think it is yeah because i know what love is and i want you to hurt wait hurt me no um uh don't hurt me no more please all right well (laughs) until next week i've been nathan hunt and the world sucks and i suck for trying to do things
1: yeah. Uh I've I've been camera to it and I'm gonna go eat a super salad. Oh
0: wait, is that actually gonna be in the episode or is that we're gonna cut that out? I don't remember. What? We talked fuck <laughs> we'd spent so much time talking about stuff that no. isn't gonna make it in the episode. I don't even remember if our whole extended hilarious and interesting super salad bit made it in. Shit. I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess we'll find out. Well, I, i mean it's either maybe in the bonus or in this episode or God, potentially this is the
1: worst sign off ever i'm sorry
0: that's <laughs> all my fault you suck for trying to do things it could either be it's either in the supporting episode or this episode if you've already heard it or it's in the hour of stuff i'm gonna cut out where we just shot the shit with each other yeah so I, yeah other than that it's just a fun pun i guess all right. I've been Nathan Hunt and I'm a cathedral architect who builds moon roofs into the cathedrals. <laughs>
1: uh, I've been camera to it. Bye. I love you. <laughs>
0: Do you really love them or or were you talking to me? Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh I love y'all, <laughs> y'all. I love yous. use yins as they say in uh, Pittsburgh. Yins. I'm given to understand. Yeah, English really needs the uh, second person plural.
1: <laughs> what do they say in Australia? Um, I keep saying you guys, and then like kind of editing myself because it's like, oh, they don't say that here. Stop saying you guys. Um, yeah, it's also but, a little normative. Uh, it, well, yeah, it is. I mean it. You know, obviously, like, um, to guys, to not mean men or women, but still. Yeah,
0: just like how in the latest episode of Men by Seen on Radio, there are, there's the story of the woman in the army who uh, is in the graduating class at West Point, and the commanding officer gives a speech and says, the first thing you must do is be men. Be a man. Right. And... And then he says, oh, I didn't I mean man, man. I just meant like be a man, man.
1: Well, obviously that's a super loaded statement, but I still like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I agree that it is similar and I also don't like it linguistically. So I'm trying to stop doing it. And I've actually just been saying y'all because I would rather um, appropriate that term because it's so useful yep. and, because, <laughs> and and try to do it respectfully Um I would rather do that than say you guys. Yeah. <laughs> for that reason and just because it's a better word.
0: Yeah, I'm into that. And I can't tell um, if it's appropriating for me because I grew up around a lot of people who said y'all. I mean, my family didn't uh, really use it that much, but it's definitely like swirling around the What about saying media. you people? <laughs> you- <laughs> what did you mean by you people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Did you hear um, that? Um that's, uh, they, they were, they had sort of a mini contest on, yo, is this racist for a while where they're like, what do we call oh, the yeah. fans and the listeners race cars. of the show? <laughs> and Andrew kept pushing for race cars, which is terrible. It's a completely garbage name. Um, and yeah. I guess, uh, Paul F. Tompkins, the king of the whites, as they call him, um, yeah. suggested you people which uh it's really funny it's pretty funny in context yeah. i don't know how how yes <laughs> how easy it is to like use out of context um which is how i feel uh, about their, their t-shirt design it's a uh it's a it's like a blue t-shirt with uh like old school rotary telephone drawing on it and it says can i talk to your manager <laughs> and i was like this is this is like one of the worst t-shirts to wear if the people who see it aren't in
1: on the joke and yet it's also one of the most obscure jokes possible. I had a, a white a white friend who had <laughs> a t-shirt that said um, damn that's a cold ass honky from the Maco. Oh, oh no. And but yeah, people don't. just yeah, like pretty consistently like confronted him about it and he's like, "You know, from the song." And they're like, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> <laughs> don't wear that shirt that's the right attitude to have about <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter
0: oh man that's so appropriative i mean it's yeah because yeah, it, it's specifically appropriating something that a black man says in the song yeah as a representative of how black people are thinking of a white man that comes in because he's well-dressed and it's like a white guy is gonna appropriate that to describe himself. Yeah, mm, not a good look. <laughs> yeah. So we're putting Cameron's friends on blast tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Neil. Neil. <laughs> and then, and then you may rise, and I shall knight you. And uh, what's <laughs> it? What's his name? Neil. Uh, okay. You, all right. Fine. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Now what? Sorry. Uh, mm. I did all that hilarious physical comedy that I'm, that definitely came over the (laughs) mic. (laughs) Now what do I do?
1: (laughs) Well,
0: yeah, I got to commit to the bit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good podcasting.
0: (laughs) That's a pretty good goof, but it means I'm going to have to put in all that, all that, those minutes of how we talk about the, your shitty friend (laughs) being stupid. (laughs) As just to set it up. Yeah, that's fine, I guess. Oh boy.